0: On today's federal newscast. No paychecks for federal employees this week, as it's looking like this shutdown will reach historic lengths. What is the financial effect of the shutdown on the nation's economy? Some good news for feds, though they won't have to wait too long to get paid once the shutdown ends. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Civilian federal employees will not receive their first paycheck of 2019. Paychecks are due today or over the weekend, but agencies can't pay their employees without an appropriations or short-term spending deal. A senior administration official confirms Coast Guard military will miss their paychecks due January 15th or soon after. The Coast Guard worked with the Office of Management and Budget to uncover unused funds from the last continuing resolution to pay the military work. at the end of December. No such funds are available this go-around, though. The partial government shutdown is costing the nation's economy more than $430 million a day, or $13 billion a month. The Ascent, the Motley Fool's personal finance service, analyzed the loss of salary from federal workers and the loss of income substitution provided through agriculture SNAP programs. The Ascent says Texas, California, and Virginia will take the biggest economic hits. President Trump says he'll sign standalone legislation to guarantee back pay to federal employees during this government shutdown. The Senate unanimously passes the Government Employees Fair Treatment Act. It specifies agencies should make sure paychecks go out as soon as the government reopens, not whenever the next pay period is. The House included retroactive back pay in the appropriations bill it passed earlier this week. It differs slightly from the Senate's version. Meanwhile, federal employees in the D.C. metro area can take advantage of a handful of special discounts and offers. Washington Gas will offer flexible payment arrangements for federal employees affected by the shutdown, and the Justice Federal Credit Union will offer short-term loans to DOJ and Department of Homeland Security employees feeling the pinch. The Alamo Drafthouse chain of movie theaters will even let feds watch free movies Monday through Thursday agencies should restore user lose annual leave federal employees have forfeited at the end of 2018 due to the government shutdown. The Office of Personnel Management clarifies the shutdown gives agencies reason to restore previously scheduled leave. All leave is canceled during a government shutdown. That means employees who had planned to take annual leave during the holidays at the end of last year had to forfeit the time. So hundreds of federal employees rallied yesterday for an end to the partial government shutdown. They protested outside the AFL-CIO headquarters in D.C. They say the government shutdown is holding their pay hostage. Several Democratic members of Congress spoke at the rally and encouraged them to make their frustrations heard. The Army Corps of Engineers is scouring its budget for unspent money that might get diverted to the President's proposed border wall. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. It's looking more and more likely the President will declare an emergency to bypass the congressional impasse over the wall. So far, attention is focused mostly on using DOD's unspent military construction and family housing funds, but administration officials say they've also told the Army Corps to look for unobligated dollars from funds that had been allocated for disaster relief after wildfires and hurricanes over the past several years years. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. It's only one, but the Air Force has accepted the first of a brand new class of airplanes. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Two years overdue and still buggy, the first KC-46A Pegasus aerial refueling tanker entered the Air Force fleet yesterday. The plane derived from the Boeing 767 is the first of a planned acquisition of at least 80 tankers. Air Force officials say Boeing will pay to fix deficiencies in its remote vision system. A formal acceptance ceremony will take place later this month. I'm Tom Temen. The Air Force's experimental software development shop Kessel Run is planning on hiring 50 people during an event in Boston later this month. The program is looking for everything from an associate director to software engineers and contracting specialists. Kessel Run is working on some of the Air Force's most cutting-edge technological challenges, including F-35 software and the global air operations weapon system. The Army wants to hold on to its medical research arm instead of giving it over to the Defense Health Agency, and it's asking Congress for help. Army Acquisition Chief Bruce Jetty says the service needs its medical research and materiel command to conduct specific studies that are of interest to the Army. A 2019 law migrates the command to the Defense Health Agency. Jetty says the Army deploys to areas where rare diseases are prevalent, and it needs its own medical research to protect itself from those diseases. A bill that would standardize agencies' grant data gets another chance in Congress. Congresswoman Virginia Fox reintroduced her Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency, or GRADE Act. The bill passed the House in September but never got a full Senate vote. It would require agencies to report grant spending in an open data format, similar to what the 2014 Data Act did for agency spending data. HHS believes artificial intelligence can make the government smarter, and it helps to show agencies how. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. The Department of Health and Human Services Program Support Center wants to make it easier for agencies to buy intelligence automation and or artificial intelligence technologies. PSC is creating a new multiple award contract to help agencies quickly develop, procure, and adopt innovative technologies around automation, machine learning, and other emerging areas. The contract focuses across five task areas, including applied ideation and engineering services. The five-year contract vehicle has a ceiling of $49 million. Bids are due January 30th. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.